0: Sportsbet BS hotline. State your emergency.
1: Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate I uh, reckons he bought in. OK,
0: hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's bet with mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. one 858 858
2: Morning, everybody. Welcome to the Odds Couple. Thanks to Sportsbet. Uh, whether you're uh, in Western Australia or any state of the country, uh, Victoria... Beautiful city of Melbourne, we welcome you to the Odds Couple this morning and uh, what a team we've got assembled for you. David Taggart has returned from the Asian capital in Hong, from the Hong Kong capital in Asia and uh, he uh, joins us back on the Odds Couple this morning. Also Simon Marshall, after one week back in the chair, he's had to have a spell. He's uh, gone and he's doing some, uh, to see a psychologist, just to sort of put him back in the groove of what happens here on a Saturday morning and... Big Paddy's back with us, one of the favourite sons of uh, Melbourne Grammar. He's had to come back from Portsy. He's got the boat shoes on. He and his mates have been uh, floating around on a yacht for the last week or so uh, uh, around Port Phillip Bay and uh, doing, uh, well, having all their meals catered for, et cetera, as you do when you come out of the, the Bluestone College in St Kilda Road. Good morning to you both. Good
1: good morning, Scuba and, and Dave. Yeah, the sand's still between my toes, uh, Scuba. It's uh, been an enjoyable couple of weeks, but... Uh, yeah, SD. No blisters
2: from the boat shoes, mate?
1: No, no blisters. Um, no. You know, SD tipped out to the paddock, doing a sight recce up in uh, the Gold Coast, I think, for the Magic Millions a little bit.
2: He's to, doing the, a sight recce at the Magic Millions.
1: That's just, that That will be the party line for... Uh, but the Magic Millions the has been
2: going on for, oh, well, 30 years or so, maybe more, and he thought he needs to go up for a sight recce. He
1: told the boss that, and the boss uh, duly obliged, and uh, henceforth he's up... Uh, Putting some uh, some sun on his bones up on the Gold Coast.
2: All right, Okay. So the site, recce is for the sales or for the races? Bit of
1: this, bit of that. Column A. Or column for night time? Maybe column C as well. We don't. We don't know.
2: David Taggart, welcome you back from uh, your sojourn over to uh, Asia and Hong Kong. The Hong Kong International Races last week. Good morning to you. Good morning, Scoob. Great to have Paddy back. And
3: yeah, why? Getting yeah yeah. Well, I'm just being polite, really. I'm actually surprised he's here, yeah, yeah, they must have been scraped, clearly scraping the bottom of the barrel, but uh yeah we we we. think he's as he, as Patty mentioned he's, he's' inspecting the the young equine there before they go into the sale yards there at the gold Coast, which is only three weeks away, so he's there inspecting him, but yes, I am fresh, fresh off my trip from uh, the Hong Kong international. First, first port of call was Macau,
2: where I did all my best work back in the 90s. Can we come to that in a sec after I tell people what's coming up on the show before you just take over our whole news? Well, we haven't period. got time. And the show's only an hour, mate. Yeah, and yeah. I need an hour and a half. Cindy Alderson, uh, hopefully, joining us a little later on. She's having some trouble with the phone, so we might be able to get hold of Sydney. But uh, Robert Hickmont also joining us a little later. Our tech speckle, our speckle text machine, our tech speckle machine, our speckle text machine, A433981116. Any of our news topics we touch on. We'll be more than happy to to hear from you as the morning goes by. Straight into our first segment of news. And, David, on the top of that is D Taggett's review of Hong Kong. Over to you, my friend. I, I get the
3: headlines, don't I? Yeah, and, and so rightly deserved. Uh, they rolled the red carpet out for us. I actually went over there with a group of great, great blokes. Uh, went over there with the original magic man, John Didham. Uh, who was the King of Macau in the late 90s to mid-2000s, and uh, we had a ball and uh, visited all the old haunts that we did when we rode and, and that, and then made our way back to Hong Kong. And and uh, I've, I've got a boner pick with you in SD too as well because uh, – well, three hours behind. So when the odds couple went to air last week, I had to listen to the podcast. So for people that miss miss out on the odds couple, they can they can uh, go to the odds couple podcast and listen to it that way. And that's exactly what I did, and the, the jocularity was there. Oh, no D tag it this week. You know what this means? We'll get the quaddy. All I can say I think we did get the we? I think you got one leg. You missed out on the first two legs. You're gone straight away. Bold middle stump. <laughs> anyway, all I can say is just leave the tipping to me, will you? All right, please. <laughs> okay. All right. It's not that easy. Okay. And you give me a whack week in, week out. But uh, – but, uh, and and as I said, I went over there with the original Magic Man, the modern-day Magic Seven Man. Seven minutes past eight. Put on, put on a clinic he did. He, he rode four of the first five winners, rode two of the four group ones. What do you reckon he earned Australian dollars, Paddy, without any lucky money and no money under the table? Magic Man. Yeah, oh, we don't. What, what are you? Oh, mate, the money. There's a, a, a couple of lucky money, your money under the. It, it, it's lucky money. It's, it's in, no, in uh, Hong Kong. They call it lucky endorsement, money. Endorsement, isn't yeah, we? Well, we they, refer to they it. They has. call it lucky money. I'll, but,
1: I'll say he walked out of the a, a bar a million.
3: Yeah, half a million Australian dollars. So they get ten percent of first jockeys do five percent of placings. So he, he's ridden five winners and the two two of the four features. So he's earned close to half a million Australian without any lucky money. So, as you say, he's probably probably walked out with near a million dollars.
1: Rightfully so. He's it's the a dream. the best jockey in, uh, on the day and arguably of the season. A million dollars, a
3: lot of money. It <laughs> is. What was the atmosphere like in Hong Kong? Down, the crowds were down. Uh, yeah. They were a bit worried about We left after the, the last feature uh, with two races to go because of the protesters. Even though it was a civil protest, it was basically in the next suburb away and they were making their way down. They weren't going to interrupt the racing because they've got too much respect for it. But there was 200,000 protesters. And we just left early in, cl- in case that that island closed down and we couldn't get back to where we were staying, where to the main uh, mm. uh, island. So it was at the New Territories. So we just, we left a bit early. And, and luckily we did. And we went back to the Grand Height and had a few beverages there. And uh, yeah, and, and watched the last couple of races. How many
1: do you reckon piled into shartin I've been there before, but it wasn't quite a big race day. So I only reckon it was about I, 15,
3: I couldn't there. tell you. I couldn't tell you. It was more than that. But I've been there when when they've... Been over a hundred thousand, and they're squashed in like sardines. But you never got that last Sunday.
2: The atmosphere off course in Hong Kong. Do, do you feel that there's disruption there at the moment and unease? A little
3: bit. They're a bit worried where to go uh, because a few people have been killed over there. Uh, probably news that we we it doesn't filter back, but uh, it is all the it's it's all the millennials. Uh, Really protesting because of their future. What's going on with the unrest of China what, taking over, which happened 22 years ago? So they, they don't want to go back to China rule or they want to stay like the Western culture and uh, and and they
2: want their freedom. And that's what they're protesting about. Did it? you or didn't you enjoy the Hong Kong International Races last Sunday? Uh, a big day of racing, the premier day of racing in in Hong Kong. And our speckled text number eight eleven sixteen. Well, good to have you back, tags. It is good appreciate, to have you back. Appreciate it. But as I said. Leave the tipping to me. Did you tip
1: it? Did you find any over there?
3: Yeah, yeah, back the
1: few winners. We got the triple trio, Ooh.
3: and and I, there was a few injuries too. Once because we the, there was a photo for third, and we only had one of them, and it fell in, and that got us the triple trio. And we'll go mad because these triple trios, especially on big days, they pay over a million dollars. I think we got the least paying ever triple trio of all time, and just and lucky to get our money back. So knew you but, were in uh, town there tags. was a few few injuries with the boys giving each other high fives and hugs, and a few pokes in the in the eye, and that. But uh, when the dividend come through, we we
2: were shattered. We were deflated. Uh, guy from Geelong, welcome back. Tags go one out uh, in a League of the Quaddy today. I, ha- I have. I have. Oh, oh
3: yes. Okay, we'll get Don't to worry that. About We'll get to that a little later on. Not sure if it'll win because Paddy wants to make it at his best too, so he can stop the tide from coming in. That's what I'm a bit worried about.
2: <laughs> a really interesting uh, a week for the um, uh, Dave Eustace team and, and racing in general. The debate raging now about uh, these twilight meetings, these summer twilight meetings that are now being introduced. And, for example, I think the the last tonight, Flemington's closer to 8 o'clock than 7.30. <laughs> um, uh, first time the VRC... Have, have gone down this track uh, what are your thoughts dave dave eustace uh, half of the ma eustace team uh he he wasn't happy about it <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> excuse me um making reference to you know the staff and all, all the disruption it, it, it causes with everyone getting up so early in the morning to uh uh, to tend to their horses, and they're still going then eight o'clock at night. He thinks it's another lifestyle pressure that the industry doesn't need. Mm. What do you guys think?
1: Oh, well, I'm putting my uh sort of biased social lens on here and being a uh, a racing fan for the the social aspect of it i'm I'm all for it. bit bit more uh, enjoyment later on in the day. You can sort of link it up with the Ascot races and and go uh, deep into the night. But uh, no, I definitely understand where, where Dave's coming from, the, the lifestyle and pushing the races back. It sort of buggers them up and puts them out of kilter. But I, I am personally all for it. Uh, and I hope we uh, get to see a bit more of it, especially potentially Caulfield night racing.
3: So don't forget there's a Cranbourne night meeting on tonight as well. So it's sort of when, when Flemington's finishing, that's just they're mm. just early into their program there. I know it's not great for racing participants. That's why David's come out and said it. I've spoke to a few punters around the traps uh, the last couple of days. I don't think they're happy about it. It's just like, like 8 o'clock's the last race. They're talking about dinners and all that. To make it a family day, Do you have to go to the races probably. That's that's the thing. And uh, whether the, they want the attendances, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's how it's going to help the turnover because uh, I know a lot of people, they, they're, they're, not, they're not a fan of it. If the turnover flops
1: today, it's probably just a line right through it from the VRC, wouldn't you say? Correct. I'm an
2: old fat chap. Um, I think the elephant in the room is still the time we train racehorses. Mm. The lifestyle component, the key lifestyle component to horse racing is people getting up at two thirty, three, and 3.30 in the morning to go and train horses. That's the lifestyle component. That's why there's such a question mark on twilight racing and night racing. And, and still to this day, I have not seen a study. I have not seen a, a, a proper put together a recommendation of why we train horses between 3 and 8 o'clock in the morning, why we can't train horses between 6 and 11 o'clock in the morning. Now, people are now saying we've got to get to the races, we've got to do this, we've got to do that. If you can't organise your business, your horses, your tracks to be manicured for the next day's training between 6 and 11 in the morning, the same as you do between 3 and 8 in the morning, I'll, in the modern day, you shouldn't be doing the job in the first place and that goes to racing authorities, they'll fit in. If lifestyle becomes part of racing and people can actually get up at 5.30 or 5 5.00 o'clock in the morning and not 2.30 and 3 o'clock in the morning, there's your lifestyle bone. No, no no-one will be complaining about twilight racing or night racing. Mm-hmm. And still, to this day, and I've been involved in the game now for a long time and I'm a mm-hmm. 56-year-old, old grey-haired fat fella, no-one has given me... An explicit reason why we are training horses at three o'clock in the morning—it's absolute garbage. It's frogs' droppings. It's everything else. It needs to be addressed because we're getting less and less participants in the game from a from an employment perspective, and it's getting tougher and tougher because there is no lifestyle. Kids coming out of school—they don't want to work in the horse industry. Mm. Getting up at three o'clock in the morning, getting paid two bob to do it. Now the awards—and that's you know the awards fine—but now, if there's not part lifestyle which everyone enjoys from an ownership point of view to go to the races and maybe have a meal or go to a bar and then go and have a bet and go into the mounting yard, if you don't structure that right throughout the industry, you're buggered. You're buggered, and and we're feeling the heat in a lot of areas, a lot of different areas in racing, and this is one of them. No one addresses it. Mm. So oh no, you have got to because they did it back in 1955. I don't give a stuff what they did in 1955. Our industry has to improve and has to make sure that we're a lifestyle product that encompasses everybody, not just a few. And it's a big—I think—it's a big problem we've got in our game. Uh, the team Williams—they're—they're they're off to a couple of different um, uh, different stables now that he's shutting. Uh, Lloyd's shutting Macedon Lodge. Mm. Uh, Danny O'Brien and Anthony Friedman are the 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 two beneficiaries of of that uh, disbursement of uh, thoroughbreds. Uh, to inform trainers. Just- Rubbing yeah. their hands
1: together, aren't they? The, Daddy O'Brien trains the Melbourne Cup and now will, will, could potentially get the next swag of uh, gun horses. Some will go down to Ocean Grove. The other will go down to the other peninsula. Oh,
3: It'll be, be interesting be how these that. horses go, but he's given them to the, the two leading spring trainers, hasn't he, mm. As in, from this year? So, I, did, from I, did, season.
1: I did read an article about um, Macedon Lodge, and I think Worms was saying that you know it's going to be hard to sort of get rid of. Um, he's not going to make much money on it, but he'd be even prepared to... Get rid of it at a lower cost if it can go to the Take right person,
2: yeah.
1: um, who he can see being a sort of future star um, cracking on in the, in the racing game. So that's interesting, but what a facility that... Yeah, it's uh, a great property down uh, will there. ...will no longer yeah. be
2: getting used for a while. Speckle text machine, 0433981116. What do you think of the Lloyd Williams or the Williams team decision in um, in spreading their horses amongst uh, Danny O'Brien, Anthony Friedman? Or have you got a view on what's happening with uh, from a, a workplace point of view, with everyone getting up uh, to train their horses two thirty three 3 o'clock in the morning, which is, uh, well, I, I don't think it's humane as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> there's got to be a lifestyle aspect to it at some stage. We're getting some good feedback, particularly for you, Tags, on the, um, on the speckled text machine. Uh, I'm one of the guys who was on Tags' tour of Macau and Hong Kong. Yeah, Taggert's tours. Yeah. The man is an absolute legend. I still have a sore belly from the laughter. Comes from Tony. Was Tony on your tour, yeah, or was the other end of us? Yeah, Tony the Hitman. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, don't It's good to have some muscle when you're in them countries. Oh, no oh, worry about oh, that. <laughs> As a partner of a stable hand, I can tell you that she has run ragged and and places so much stress on our relationship. We've almost broken up several times. Yeah. Sleep is interrupted uh, regularly, so oh, um, uh, this topic needs addressing. Uh, it's. You might be, it's, it's it's gaining might momentum, there, oh, no? you might have a point there. Words oh, don't worry if. if we could We could get a truckload of these, yeah. and you hear it every time you go to the you races. You it, you know? you're,
1: you're right though it's the arcade thing about it back in the day it was they were trained early, so people could go to their job you know their main job during the day, obviously times have changed now, but that hasn't changed.
2: no one goes to the races you know I'll go up to the chicauka races no one no one goes yeah. they're not there so you just you know meet everyone at the local t a b whatever it might be that you do to go and watch the race um because, or you know, watch it on your phone and, you know, into you, and most stables that, now, man. as soon as as, soon as the race is run, boom, a video comes onto your phone of where your horse just ran wherever it might be at Ballarat and the video comes yeah. out from the stable saying, yeah, well, there it was, it ran fifth. Right. You, you watch it there and then. You, know, you, you go to you know, Chooker on a Thursday, man, there's no one there. Mm. There's 35 people there. Yeah. Um, so, again, it's just, just something that needs to be addressed properly as far as I concerned. but so be it. Time now to have a chat to uh, to Nathan Brown from Sportsbet. Plenty of activity going on sports wise. It's good to have a chat with Brown, and we welcome him to the Odds Couple this morning. Yeah, morning Scoob. And I
0: tell you what, if you had a look at the uh, Sportsbet Christmas party the other night, it would have been a dollar oh one for Paddy Garcey Asian, that man you are sitting next to to be the best on ground all night. Clearly, the three votes probably got the two. And the one as well, a (laughs) dollar oh one. He was a sight for sore eyes the other night, I tell you that. Beautifully done.
1: No no comment.
0: (laughs) He still looks a bit ragged. (laughs) He can't remember it. (laughs) This is a man who's comfortable enough yesterday to lie down on a beanbag in the sports bed office and just get a little bit of a shut eye before he realized that the boys were hovering around with the camera (laughs) phone.
2: Oh, dear me, Brownie. (laughs) Funny. Plenty of action uh, outside of the races, Brownie. The golf, uh, cricket, uh, what's happening? Well, we've got the golf, the President's Cup at the
0: moment, and the internationals are $1.80, the tie eight fifty, and then USA is at $2.40. But you can also uh, have a look at all the scores and uh, the points for each side, so the USA and the internationals. And there's a heap of markets around Tiger Woods there. Australia up against New Zealand. Um, they've got them on the ropes. New Zealand $20 now. The draw nine ninety. Australia... Pretty much unbackable at a dollar eleven, But you can have a look at all the run scorer markets in there. Ross Taylor batting pretty well at the moment. I think he's 60-odd, not out. The last time he played in Perth, he scored 300. So you might want to have a look at Ross Taylor. And then all weekend, we've got NFL matches. Um, there's so many to choose from. You just head to the site. There's all sorts of too many to go through. The A-League is on tonight. And you've got Melbourne victory up against the Wellington Phoenix. The victory at 2.20. Phoenix 340, the draw is 350. Can't see the victory being beaten in this one. Scoob, any questions so far?
2: No, doing beautifully. Brownie, how much longer are you going to go for?
0: I've got no idea, Scoob. is the first time I've ever done this. I, so, I uh, think, think you've do done beautifully. Done. We'll wrap
2: it up. <laughs> I gamble responsibly, Simon. <laughs> Good idea, Brownie. Great yeah, to Brownie. have you as part of the program. And you can check out Sportsbet's new Same Race Multi, combined selections from the same race in one bet for bigger odds. And, of course, as Brownie just told us, We always gamble responsibly. Welcome back to The Odds Couple. 25 minutes after 8 o'clock. Time now to head uh, up to Queensland. We're truly a national show here. And I'll tell you what, Sammy Highland's been on fire since he's joined us here at The Odds Couple. He's our sunshine state man. He finds winner after winner. And he's brought to us with thanks to Racing Queensland. Want expert tips, racingqueensland.com.au. They have got you covered. Uh, Sammy Highland, we need you to keep up the good work because uh, you've been giving us uh, winners week in, week out, and we've got nine races for you to choose from at Eagle Farm today.
4: Simon, we have got a great race day today, and, of course, uh, we've got the Loch Nose Stakes, the Gold Edition plate, and the new race for Racing Queensland is the Gateway. So the winner of this race... Uh, gets automatic entry into next year's Stradbroke. And I would think Boomsara is going to take a power of catching. Uh, yeah, I think he'll, from that one gate, he's going to jump, have a sweet run. Brad Stewart, Chris Muntz, uh he was fantastic first up. He drew a bit sticky and it was not ideal for him there. But, uh, yeah, drawn this gate, I think uh, he's going to have a sweet run and we'll see the best of Boomsara. He's, uh, he's a nice horse and he's in for a really good preparation. So... Uh, the Candyman is going to be short enough. Two dollars fifty on the tab this morning. Uh, the Candyman, he is in the Hamilton Hotel handicap, eighteen hundred meters. I think he will just win. And we obviously had fifty-two mils of rain overnight or last night. Uh,
2: How many? Yesterday
4: afternoon, fifty-two mils. This track has had a hundred and twenty-six mils of water on it whether it be irrigation or rain, in the last seven days. And it's a good fall. Wow. wow. Wow.
3: Unbelievable,
4: unbelievable rain. So, obviously, Dooman got called off uh, last night, the twilight meeting last night. We only ran three races. And then they had 104 mils at uh, Doombin, and there was just water everywhere. And, uh, yeah, so they had to call the meeting off. I think a couple of those listed races are going to go around on Wednesday uh, at Doombin, so that's good that we're not going to lose them. And, but, Sammy, yeah, and, Sammy? Great day's race. And, where, yeah. and where does that leave the
3: uh, the Jockeys Challenge up there?
4: Well, uh, the, the, it'll carry on today. The Origin Jockey Series, we've got three, uh, two races today in the Origin Jockey Series. Brett. Uh, Preble took he's got uh, got the points yesterday with uh six points for victoria and then uh, I think it was queensland running second on four points and then uh, I think south australia with three and then two the rest of them so uh, and that yeah, was yeah, only the only one ra-
3: and that was only the one race last night was it for the state yeah, of origin just,
4: just yeah. the one race just the one race and then we've got uh, uh two races today for the origin jockey series so uh yeah but my best Let's go race five, number one, the candy man into a race seven in the gateway, number one, Boom Sarah. I think uh, they'll be winning.
1: What about uh, alligator blood, Sammy Highland? My man. I think
4: you should just win. Um, you know, obviously uh Coming back from uh, his fantastic run at Caulfield, where he just got nosed out by Super Seth, and yeah, it's uh, look. I think uh, I think he'll just win. He's the class horse. You know, there's been a bit of talk this week at Alligator Blood and the Odyssey, and rah rah. The Odyssey won't get near Alligator Blood. It'll just go around and win. It's a good horse, and uh, yeah, he's. Uh, it's good that uh, we're going to see him. Again uh, today, stepping out at Eagle Farm, and I'm thinking there's going to be a big crowd. It's uh, the weather's cleared up a bit, so it'll be warm conditions, and uh, yeah, looking forward to a great day ahead.
3: And and around the ground, Sammy, uh, the Gold Coast races.
4: Taggart, what about we go race seven, number three? Something you love, a counter meal. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, <laughs> oh, there there meal. we go. That's, I'm all over that.
4: This horse, dead set, loves it wet. Uh, Loves it wet from the Butterworth camp. So race seven, number three at the Gold Coast, Mill. he'll be rolling around a wing and he will be uh, just loving those wet conditions there. And great to hear your voice again, Taylor. We didn't know if you were going to come back because I don't know if you were just a big boss over at the casinos over there just cleaning up.
3: Yes, yes. Uh, Got the back of our tables going. Uh, We we showed a little bit of... uh what what could I say? We got the tables firing because uh, you know you know what they're like over there. They're they're very staunch and uh, but we we got a few drinks into into, into oh. a few players and and we got the backerag table rolling.
2: That's, as we say in the classics, gamble responsibly and drink responsibly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just thought we should say that at the end of uh, um, <laughs> a couple of sentences from Mr. Taggart. Sammy, good to chat. Good luck with Thanks, guys. Good on you, Sam uh, Highland, joining us there. And for horse, jockey and trainer profiles, find it all at racingqueensland.com.au. Time now to head to the newsroom. Yeah, thanks to Sportsbet, uh, 27 minutes to nine o'clock. And it's a pleasure to welcome Robert Hickmott, I think, for the first time to uh, our show here, uh, The Odds Couple. Thanks to uh, Sportsbet, of course. Um, and uh, Rob Hickmott would have been watching with interest this week. Uh, he was in charge of the Williams team for a number of years and now uh, training in his own right and doing a darn good job of it too. Uh, Rob, welcome to the Odds Couple.
5: Thanks, Simon Tags. It's a pleasure to be on your show.
2: Hey, Hickey. How you going, mate?
3: buddy. That's good mate. You how ca- was Hong Kong mate? Huge, you know what it's like mate. <laughs> <laughs> it was huge Macau, Macau was better though but anyway The stories on here are different <laughs> to the ones we're getting off here Rob uh,
5: What
3: happens in Macau stays in Macau <laughs> 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 That's Anyway you got a couple of runners today um, and we're um, not going to do any background. It's <laughs> thrown you a bit. <laughs> it. And, and, uh, <laughs> sorry, you t- you're the host, scoop yeah,
2: uh, I've gone beatery. I'm buzzing a little bit. Rob, we like to we like to <laughs> sort of uh, place our trainers uh, in a in a uh, sort of a racing historical position, if you like, uh, when they join us on the show. Are your family's steeped in racing tradition. Yes, well,
5: obviously, Dad's uh, trained most of time my life, and uh, he introduced me to the sport, and, uh, you know, he's a great horseman, still is, and, um, you know, I owe most of my craft to him. Uh, Obviously, i had the pleasure of working with some great trainers, and, you know, Tony Batchel, Colin Little, Alan Bailey, and, um, you know, obviously the experience with Lloyd was, uh, you know, something that stood me in good stead for, uh, you know, to take me hopefully through the next chapter and phase of my life
2: obviously a very different business model you take from uh, looking after the Williams horses to training in your own right, Rob, what have been, what have been the challenges and has that history of being involved with horses helped you be able to stand up in your own right?
5: Yeah, look, it was a pretty easy transition. I, um, I actually had a three month stint, um, working for Johnny Sadler under near and lodge and, uh, you know, that um, led to a position with Miriam Lodge. And so it was an easy transition. It was a walk-up, you know, walk-up start, you know, straight in, everything provided. And, um, you know, the model, I'm the only trainer left at and Lodge, and uh, the model obviously needs more trainers to, for it to succeed. And uh, we've uh, decided just that, you know, it, it's not sustainable for us to, uh, for both parties, for sort of and Lodge, David Trussler and, Peter Howe and Mike Simons to continue that, so I'll be going out on my own on the 31st of uh, this month. Hey, Rob, and, Paddy, uh, like the show...
1: sorry, Rob, I've cut you off, mate. Paddy here, casting back a couple of years, you, you used to play uh, footy for the mighty Melbourne Footy Club. How did you? Yes, he
3: did. How did oh. you go from
1: the uh, transition from careering down the wing to uh, to uh, a horse trainer?
5: Well, I don't think there was ever a transition. I only went <laughs> half pace at footy.
1: And,
3: uh, <laughs> Still good uh, enough to play at the highest level, the mate.
5: Oh no! I was only a hack, mate. I like uh, enjoyed me football, but I never had the the mindset to be playing at uh, top level. You know, it's always horses, horses, horses in the background. And geez, uh he put up for, for a while, and um, obviously you knew that my passion was more with horses than um, than the football. And uh, they delisted me, but they kept me on as a uh, player and paid up all my rent. And, you know, paid me all through
1: my pre-season, the pre-season yeah. and. Were well, the boys always hanging off the uh, over your shoulder for a tip on a Saturday, Robbie.
5: Yeah, I can remember playing a, a final at AFL Park, and um, the old man had a horse in the Marino Explorer. He'd run 50 in the Adelaide Cup, and he was a ripping fresh horse. And uh, he was in a first up at think We got ten to one, and. I can always remember Yader coming over at three-quarter time. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it, it absolutely pissed so It was a, uh, a good day. I mean, we still won the footy. So. I, don't, I don't think I've got a kick, though.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, good mate of mine, Yader. He, he, he won't put his hand in his kick, put it that way. Uh, that, that, <laughs> that, that,
2: <laughs> hasn't got any taller over the journey, Yader. No, still he has around hasn't. that
5: five-foot-two. <laughs> uh, it was always good on the Thursday nights. You had to go there for your love and the uh, sportsman. Uh, the Sporting Globe was always in the bloody locker, so we did most of our work on Thursday night on the massage table.
3: <laughs> anyway, back, back to business, Hickey. Uh, a couple of runners today there at headquarters. Uh, start off in race six here, number 13. You've got Oliver ride an informed horse. Where well, you've got... Uh, tell us a bit about this horse. I know you've got him from New Zealand, but he's come over here and you've gone bang, bang uh, with two wins at Mooney Valley. How is he shaping up for today's event?
5: Yeah, look, he's going to. Look, I made a bit of a muck of myself on uh, the other sporting channel. I uh, said Sean, he'd be the hardest to beat not looking at the scratches. Scratches out, yeah. So uh, it's made the job easier. And, uh, look, yeah, family friends owned the horse, you know, in uh, New Zealand. And they knew he had quite a good, good ability. And to maximise his uh, purchase price over here or to Hong Kong, you know, they sent him over and Guy Larry done a terrific job with the horse. He was in fantastic shape. I uh, didn't have to do a lot with the horse, you know. First up, he was he was primed to go, and um, he's continued to improve the horse. So I've been very taken by his appearance, his blood profile, and his uh, track work have been first class. Leading him today, and, uh, yeah, I think that'd be wanted to be pretty good to beat him today, as long as he's you know within earshot of him on the turn. I think uh, he'd be too strong.
1: And he's straight on a plane over to Hong Kong. You said there, Robbie. He's been bought.
5: Yes, he's been purchased by uh, Michael. My brother, has done the uh, deal with Douglas White and his clients in Hong Kong. Yep. Um, I'm not too sure how long he'll, he might have a little spell here before he, he uh, enters quarantine to, to arrive in uh, Hong Kong. But the uh, deal's been done, all past the bets, and uh, it's unfortunate for us that such a talented horse is going to leave their shores, but plenty of upside for the new owners in Hong Kong.
3: And, and of course, uh, the Bumper Blast, we saw the best of him over the carnival there, Hickey winning the Greys race. Uh and sort of struggled there, sort of on a leader bias track at Ballarat. He gets his opportunity again. I know you've drawn, drawn the car park, but Ollie Ollie at his best, uh, he'd have to go close to winning this, wouldn't
5: he? Yeah, I think so. You know, he, um, Craig Boy's own admission said he gave the horse too much to do last start. You know, he got fifteen, twenty lengths out of his ground mm. and from the thousand to the four hundred. He ran thirty four and a half, and it's uh, not sustainable to, to run those sectionals from the thousand, and uh, unless you're a winks, and um, you know, he still battled under the big weight of 60 kilos. But it was a uh, yeah, on paper, and at, at first glance, it looked a bit plain. But um, you do the figures and facts and figures, I think it was, uh, you know, plenty of merit in the run, and it would just freshen him up. And uh, you know, his track work's been first class as well, and he's uh, he's in good shape for today's race. And just, just hoping that there's no leader bias throughout the day. Um, the track race is even and he'll get back from that gate with plenty of speed in the race and, uh, you know, I hope he's uh, chiming down the outside as he did on uh, Oak Day.
2: Quick one before you go, Rob. Twilight racing, good or bad for our caper? Uh,
5: for the participants, mate, I-, I can't see the benefit in it in any shape or form. And I think the figures, betting figures, will probably reflect that. I could be a mug, but, uh, you know, Saturday night at 8 o'clock, like, I don't think the uh turnover will be doing any favours but uh time will tell about that and uh you know, I hope it's only a one off. But you know, they tried something on Oak's Day which was a bit different. I didn't mind that, but um I don't know what the figures, you know, either returned that day, but the betting figures. But you know, it was something different to break up the carnival and uh, give everyone a bit of a break and get over the hang before they had to front up again.
2: Well, let's hope you got a hangover tomorrow with a couple of winners at Flemington today. Good luck.
5: I'll have a hangover one way or the other,
2: mate. <laughs> <laughs> Good, well, the best, hey, thanks for joining us.
5: Robert Good on Hick- you,
2: guys. Thank you. Thanks, Robert Hickmott joining us there. A couple of runners uh, at Flemington today. Race six, number 13. Race nine, number nine. Ooh, he's Talenti very bullish. And bumper blast. He's very bullish about
3: Talenti, isn't he?
2: I know. You two, uh, get the shackles off. All right. We've got to <laughs> have a look at the best backed uh, runners, and also we want to. A quaddy that gets up, Tags. Oh. You've bucketed uh, S. Marshall for his oh. quaddy last week. Oh. 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 It's time no you D stand tag up and be counted. We'll get the counted. 8 uh, 41 it is. Uh, we'll be back shortly with all those numbers. All the horses are going to win you some coin later today. <laughs> Welcome back to the Odds Couple. Thanks to Sports It's time. It's time for Paddy to uh, go through all the best back runners out at Flemington today. Headquarters, a uh, ripping card out at headquarters, very competitive one. And then Tags is just going to take us through and give us the quaddy. He needs to get a quad. He hasn't got one for a while. I've just looked up uh, the record, oh. and it's been a little while. How many times have I got big three legs. saluted. I keep getting three legs. Yeah, well, mate, sure what I think. Come Unfortunately, on. a quad is four legs. Yeah, well, mate. Unless there's a bet out there that has three legs in it, I'm not sure, but mate, the quad is four it's legs. Better than your one leg last week. Actually, if anyone can text in 0433 98 11 on our speckled no, text machine. No, there a, a is there a, Is there a three-race bet? Yeah, there's a treble. we yeah. got the
3: treble in Hong Kong. Oh, okay. Three-legged quad. Has oh, <laughs> that
1: bank pulled sponsorship yet of Dax's credit? <laughs> <Gretty or?
3: laughs> no, mate. They're on board. <laughs>
1: oh, very good.
3: Anyway, Paddy, let's Tanks? get our pens, pencils, or crayons and have your form
1: guides be ready. And before we get going, is there any sports bet specials there, on today? There is. Three tracks, Flemington, Ramwick, and Eagle Farm Ooh. races, one to three, second or third, up to $50 back in bonus bets in your sky. Only rocket. one to three. bit light. Why not one to four? Well, three tracks, mate. Oh, you, mate you just get to yeah. cast your... Uh, you punt around the the nation. Still we're nine tru- races in A truly, in truly it. national uh, organisation. Still nine races in it. I well, suppose. three times three equals yeah. nine. Yes, Dex. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very good at maths. Very good. Quick Scoop needs his abacus. <laughs> Flemington Twilight rails out ten meters as well. You don't see that too often. No. Um, race one over eleven 1, hundred meters. The hashtag love the horse handicap number nine Unstoppable most supported with fifty percent of the hold on her. One comfortably on debut in Adelaide and looks a likely type here. That's number nine, Unstoppable Bell at $3.60. Number eight, The Prez at $5.50 is second best backed. Race two over 1,100 metres A BM84. One-way traffic for number three, Bam's on fire. $2.40 into $2.00. Ran home fast at Ballarat on their cup day, but left run a little bit late, fitter and better for it now. That's number three, Bam's on fire at $2.00. Bam. Bam. Number two, Causeway next. Best in the market as we head to race three. What was that? Uh, as text, lost, lost it just by saying the word BAM. What it was, was quite that? Interesting.
3: BAM. BAM's on fire.
2: Wow. BAM BAM from bam, the bam, Flintstones.
3: BAM BAM. Yeah. BAM
2: BAM. They put some of that funny stuff. So, <laughs> 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 Sorry, Paddy. Sorry, mate. We digress. I
1: don't. Uh, <laughs> I hope you're not on BAMs on fire. Uh, <laughs> right, in that one home. Race three, uh, BM 70 over 1,720
2: metres. Sorry. <laughs> 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 sorry,
1: sorry. No, no, sorry. no jobs, mate. the best back here is Mitchie Friedman's at number three, Living the Dream, $3.40 into 2.90. Ever consistent entire. Who has uh, had a great prep? Five races, two wins and never missed a drum. Very, very well placed. That's number three, Living the Dream. For Mitchy Friedman, number 10, Imperial Dawn, $16.00. In the two fourteen dollars, attracting some flatters as well, gentlemen. On okay.
2: the speckled text machine, 0433981116, <laughs> Who was Fred Flintstone's boss at the quarry? Ah, oh, yeah. The name of Fred Flintstone's boss at the quarry. Back to you, Paddy. Mister Slade. Race four. Oh, you over fourteen hundred metres at BM seven. Was there a prize? Was it? Was there a prize? I was going to give a ham away. You're
3: going to walk Dino.
1: We give a free leg to to David Taggett's quaddie. Um, race 4, 400 metres BM, 70 punters playing at odds here. Number 11, Evening Glory, is best backed. Now, it opened at about $25 and is into $12. Uh, still had a bit to give when fourth last up at Sandown. Up in distance two, that's number 11, Evening Glory at $20. Sorry, at $11. Uh, number 3, Tycoon Bella, next best at $4.20. As we head straight to race 5, 400 metres, the Living Legends trophy. Punters trying to roll the favourite here, and 30% of the book is on number 3, Mystico, at $5.50. Two strong uh, placings this prep suggests that six-year-old is due. Can he hold off the fast-finishing Helvorsen tags? Remember Helvorsen? Ooh, oh, stakes oh, day? Oh, on my son. Oh, that killed me. Oh, um, oh, oh. But no, number three, Mystico is who the punters want to play with. Number seven, Helvorsen is the next best in the market. You uh, been...
2: haven't uh, flown down your man to ride Helvorsen today. No, he's staying up
3: on in Brisbane. He's who who ride it? A million. Don't worry no. about that. Brother of
1: Katie. Those millions. Race, friend of J Mac. That's right. Correct. Correct. Race seven. Sorry, race race six, 800 metres, BM84. Number 13, Talenti is now the best backed mm. after Shawnee came out. We heard Robbie Hickmont there talk about his horse, which is, as we heard, going to Hong Kong uh, after this race. It'll be the last time we see Talenti uh, on Australian shores at $2.80. Number seven, Sir Pippin is next best at $14. As we head to a race. No, we don't. No, we don't. No. First tag. leg of the quad. we got quadri. the first legs of the uh, unsponsored quaddy.
3: Yeah, well, I'll, I'll be having my entree while, while this race will be on. Um, as, we, as we heard about Hickey, he, he was very this, bullish. This is race seven? Race six. First leg of the Quaddy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be sitting down for dinner when this, is, when this race is on. Anyway. Uh, 6.15. You going know, to eat early tonight? Well, I'm an old man. Tucked in the bed by 7.30. That's only race. Anyway, anyway, we digress. Uh, Hickey, very bullish about Talenti's chances on... Yeah, So if you want to take him one out, punters, you're more than welcome to, but I haven't. Um, Number one, Spun Largo. Way over the odds here for a Galloper who hasn't missed a drum here in four starts at Flemington. Uh, And Savahit, which is number four, will appreciate dropping back to the 1,800. He doesn't want any further than this, and that's why he struggled last start. So the numbers here are 1, 4, 5... 11 and 13.
2: I've left your horse out, Scotty Pippen. 145, 11 and 13. First league. Okay, second league of the quaddy, which is race seven.
1: Race seven over 2,530 metres. It's a BM78 at headquarters. Best backed is number two, the son of shocking Defibrillate. $3.60 into $3.10. Uh, and it's best backed with the sports bet punters holding 30% of all bets. A close second in Ballarat to Credence yes. on their cup Good day. Form. Uh, and you can only imagine it would just be a little bit better for it here. That's number two, defibrillate at $3.10. Looks a cracking bet. Number one, berate at odds, $41 into 35 and attracting a few smart punters, d target.
3: Scoop, yeah. I'm all over here, defibrillate number two. You won't need the paddles out on this one. It'll just be winning. Don't worry, it's my best of the day. As we said, he uh, just got beat by Credence, Ballarat Cup day, who had great form around shared ambition, Who's who's probably one of the early favourites for a Melbourne Cup for next season, innit? for next year. So I'm with number two, defibrillate, and that's all you need. Save a lot of ink in that pen, you will, because
1: that's all we need, one horse. A little tidbit, it was going to be my best, but I've since jumped off, so that definitely means it will be... uh, That's what I'm worried about. We'll be winning now, because I won't be pulling its tail. Uh, You can stop
3: the sun from coming up, that's what I'm worried about.
1: Race eight, twelve hundred 1200 metres, benchmark 70. Number 6, King of Hastings, holding 40% of the cash. Very talented horse who rarely runs poorly. $4.40 into $3.10. So there's been a proper plunge and we'll enjoy the vast open straight of Flemington. Number 6, King of Hastings. Number 3, Eagle Ridge, $17 into $10. Mm. A few are having a little pokey around at that. And
3: deserves to, too. I think uh, King of Hastings, number 6, should just win. But just in case... He doesn't. We'll throw in some value. So the numbers here are one, two, three, four, and six. Okay,
2: yeah. final leg. Final quickly. leg.
1: Race nine four hundred meters. BM eighty four. Number nine bumper blast. Ben Rock solid with the punters. Juicy win on Oaks Day and looking to bounce back from that bad start at Ballarat. Uh, currently four dollars twenty Uh and number one Mamazelle Test mm. at thirty one dollars a chance to blast out uh, at Flemington today at approximately eight pm. Yeah, North I'm with Oregon.
3: you. I'm with you with Mamizelle Test at thirty to one. Uh Her second up form. He's very good, and she tries her little hard. Out she has got the size, her heart's the size of herself. Number five, uh, Nocio. good second-up form as well. And if he brings his best, he can go close here. So the numbers here are one, three, five,
2: nine, and ten. One, three, five, 9, and ten in the final leg. We'll be uh, taking a break right now, and back with the numbers and our best around the country shortly. Okay, Flint, Fred, Flintstone's boss is Mr. Slate. It's him, Mr. Slate. Those quadi numbers: one, four, five, 11, 13 in the first leg. Two in the second, one, two, three, four, six in the third. And the final leg of the quaddie, one, three, five, nine, and ten. Is that right?
3: $125 for a unit. One unit, okay. Yeah. What's that for half?
2: That'll be $62.50. Okay, there you go. $62.50. Uh, best around the country, Mr Taggett. to you first. Well, I've taken defibrillate one out in the Quaddy,
3: so he's my best. Race seven, number two at headquarters. Race seven, number two at headquarters. You've
2: come down to Melbourne today. Yeah,
3: well, got to do Yeah, Sydney's a tough meeting up there. Oh, God's
2: yeah, the tough stuff. That's, yeah, uh, yeah, of course. It's not unusual for you. Don't, don't like yes. tough tag. I'm going
1: to go to race eight, number <laughs> six, King of Hastings. <laughs> three, yeah, oh. ten. Okay. Full I'm, strength
2: bet. I'm against you in that race. Race eight, number Ooh. three, Eagle Ridge. <laughs> wow, toe-to-toe. Game on, boys. Race eight, number three, Eagle Ridge. Might just a steak. little texture. We might have a name game on our show no, to name a horse next week. Might have a little ham Ooh. prize for naming a, a horse next week, but I'll have some more. I need to just get the details and get them right. Okay. Good to have you with us this morning, Patty. Enjoyed cool. your company. Good luck at Melbourne Grammar this week. Thank David Taggart, whatever you're up to this week, I don't think people need to know about it, but we wish you well off the Thank bench you. coming up. See you next Saturday. Hooroo.
0: It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Yeah, Visit tiepower.com.au now.